Welcome to Peculiar Objects, the only 90s podcast that knew the correct sequence of assembling the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. I am your temple guard, ready to traumatize an already frightened child. With me, on the steps of knowledge, are two teams hoping to set foot into Olmec's temple. I am your wild and crazy kid, old C.W. Hills, here playing Kit Russell, Junior Lawman, who's on Omar's team. I forget which one that was. I think it was green. Omar Gooding? Cuba Gooding's, yes. Cuba Gooding's brother? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I'm sorry, I really don't mean to grind a season premiere to a halt here, but I really need time to process that. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> yup! And also, my, and also his dog cat. So there. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Nigel saved me. Oh yeah, uh, and, I am one of the fully grown adults waiting for the children to go through the maze so I can stop them so that nobody actually wins a prize because that was the gimmick. No one ever won that goddamn game. My name is Nigel Collins and I am playing one Audie Awkwards. That's like, like legitimately, if you guys actually go through and watch it, like, like there's a win record of like 8%. Yeah, Yeah. it's real bad. It's real bad. They're not made of money. They're just Nickelodeon. Based out of Florida. Okay. They can give you a pair of British Knights and that's it. That's all they can afford to give you. Because, you know, British Knights, the well-known sneaker brand that definitely still exists uh, in the the 2000s. All right, guys. Certainly. uh, This is Peculiar Objects. Our goal is to recreate every single one of your favorite 90s. uh, teen movies, movies like The Wiz, cause that's the only movie that I can remember from the 90s that was actually a teen adventure. And even that, I think it might have been in the 80s. Are you talking about with Michael yeah. Jackson and- I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna be leaning heavily on Disney Channel original movies here. Okay, about- okay. Can we think of, uh, <laughs> oh. cause usually I have goodies to go to, but that's not what we're doing this year. Uh, I'm so glad. Can we think of a 90s, a 90s movie teen adventure thing? Uh, Three Ninjas. Three ninjas. Three ninjas Never strike back. It. Uh, we're back. A dinosaur it's story. Ki- isn't it kickback? <laughs> There's it, also there that. It could be kickback. I uh, the, I d- I did. the first. No, I did work at Blockbuster. The first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers kid. movie. Adventure movies. I'm looking yeah, at Mighty Morphin Adventure yeah. movies. Ah, movies like Home Alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kid. The it's Mighty fair. Ducks. Yeah. And Good Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a lot of good burger this season. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't have a fancy uh, intro like <laughs> Nigel normally does. I'm doing this off. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Head. Wait, Star Kid. Uh, you mean Star Man? Isn't that a new movie? No, that's Star Girl. Harriet the Spy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Some Blank good... check. Not oh, so good. Shit. That's pro- a little bit problematic. But hey, good for that kid for yeah. getting that house for a million dollars and having that chick wa- to have sex with him, which is kind of weird. Is that what happened in that movie? That's how I remembered it, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'm not going back and watching that damn thing. Okay. Fair enough. You so, know yourself, uh, Nigel. As you guys know, that. last season we let we let our own Nigel Collins run things. Uh, we are Thank now in season much. three, and we are continuing <laughs> off uh, the story where we left off. Uh, with Casey playing Kit Russell and uh, Nigel playing Audie Oddwords uh, as they yeah. try to traverse uh, the wonder and craziness of a post-industrialized society 
with gentrification and oh. a loss of homeless people. I mean, an increase of homeless people, a loss <laughs> of homes for homeless people. Mm. I see. Uh, but, uh, you're probably joining us on season three, episode one, which is weird because there's an entire two seasons worth of episodes that we have to watch. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. know what? We're going to give you time. It's been a while since you've heard Kit and Adi's adventure. Go, go ahead. True. Go back, re-listen to the episodes. We're not doing any, uh, any previously ons this season. Uh, so don't expect the, the VCR noise. We'll give you some hold music though. So then it turns out it was called Hey Dude and was about a dude ranch, which explained why oh. they were wearing clothes. Mm. And it turns out that I had just misheard the title. And the reason, oh, and the, that, that makes no more Beatles sense. That, show. that made a lot more sense. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad what happened to Paul Rubin didn't happen to you, though. That's 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 Dang, I think I'm know. glad for that in almost every circumstance, really. Yeah. <laughs> Although if I was the first choice to play Gozer the Gozerian, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about it. Was he Gozer? He wasn't... No, that was Rick Moranis. No, he was the first choice to play Gozer. They had originally oh, okay. envisioned Gozer as being a uh, a very, like, frighteningly boring man in a gray suit. Mm. Oh, Rick Moranis is such a good character in that. Um, Paul Rubin is in... Is in... Uh, uh, Paul Rubin is in a very, very relevant to what we're about to uh, deal with in this episode. Uh, oh. 80s movie called The Last... Uh, wait, no, crap. Flight of the Navigator, sorry, not the last Starfighter. Oh, that's Two right. Two completely different nope. films. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. He was the voice of the the robot uh spaceship that yeah. carried the boy nice. off into the future. What was Paul Rubin's a waiter in? I have a memory of him being like a waiter or somebody in a hotel or something. He was in. Know. It was one of the Pee Wee movies. He was actually one of the the front desk people in the red suit. It was him running around. I thought it was a cameo in something. I don't not know. important. Getting cut. Go on. Um. So. Uh. When we last left off our heroes a whole season ago, um, they yeah. had just defeated Azaja it's the Consumer. Fall now. Uh, they had saved Spencer's Folly. They had rescued uh, Delia Spencer. They retrieved the bodies of both Franny Frosh and... What the fuck is the other girls? Hold on. How dare you? Carly? Could have told Carly you. Carly Figueroa. Figueroa. Carly Figueroa. Thank you. It's been a while. Uh... Yeah. My science. They partner. they entered oh, out mean, of the forest. You didn't listen to twenty <laughs> random minutes of the f- f- season finale like uh, I did. They they entered out of the forest into a city that looked nothing like their own, uh, where they were. They did not know that they were in the nineteen nineties yet, but we as listeners did know that they were in the nineties. Uh, things are Correct. weird and different for our two heroes as we move into chapter one, the missing. It was a day like any other in the bustling city of Spencer's Falling. The once sleepy town had overcame a change that made it virtually unrecognizable from its past. What were once empty streets were bustling with activity. Traffic had become a bigger issue as people moved further away from the hustle and bustle of the inner city. Tall buildings lined the once quaint skyline, and most parts of the quaint home life that citizens enjoyed were almost completely removed. There were a few exceptions, of course. Though it was renovated on the inside, the dam stood strong as 
as it had largely been unchanged from the outside since its founding. The Four Corners was still there, like a linchpin, obstinate in its refusal to change. The lake and the island that sat upon it remained, untouched, for fear of awakening whatever lie beneath, as it had all those years ago. And the forest, ancient wood, untouched, and unexplored for years, until that day. The consumer was gone. The plug that had held the others in place for an eternity was gone with it. The levee broke, and those that had been kept underneath were free to move as they saw fit. There was no bang, no fallout, nothing visible to be seen. For that briefest moment, the busy city of Spencer's Folly stopped, as if some silent energy had told the town that danger was on its way. Doors, long thought closed and lost in time, in this town began to open, and with it returned the few that time had forgotten. Naughty. Um, you guys entered into this, the town. You have two dead girls with you. Uh, Adi, you have a definitely broken arm. Uh, so what I want you to do right now, I don't know if we established this last season, uh, but we're going to roll to see which arm you broke. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to borrow something from uh, D&D, which mm. is... Um, I want you to pick high or low for me. Okay. Um, well, seeing as Adi's height is quite low, let's go low. Okay. So I want you to roll uh, D100 if you have a D100. I have a D20. That's the closest I got for you. All right, I'm going to roll a D100 for you then. Thank you. You got to hope it's the one already in the cast, right? I mean, that's going to save all kinds of time. Okay. So... Nigel, new arm. Uh, yes, That's because you rolled low. Low is good, which mm. means uh, Rob low. Rob low. <laughs> uh, yeah, low is good, which means uh, if I roll low, it will be the arm in the cast. If I roll high, high is bad. It will be your other arm, and you're gonna have to deal with that uh, this season. Let's see what I have to deal with. Okay. Okay. At least for now, uh, you rolled a twenty-six. That is low. Woo! Uh, Adi. You got shot in the arm with your cast. So you're like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to get a new cast. It doesn't matter. Hooray. The, the child broke the already broken so, arm. So uh, you guys just talked to a man. That man called someone on what we know as a cell phone, but you guys have no idea what he's using. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, ambulances are coming. Okay. To uh, pick you guys up because you are very battered and very bruised. Um, uh, yeah, I believe, I just listened to the episode, in fact, my ribs are broken, or so you said. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we, like, landed on that, but... Do we recognize so, anything uh, around us? I know it's all kind of, like, crazy, okay. just us taking into account, like, this man pulled uh, out You look around brick. the city, and um, there's not a lot that you recognize. However, as you move further into this area, mm. there's a statue in the middle of whatever area you're at. And you guys recognize that statue. That is the statue of the Fallen. Adi. Yeah? Are we in... Is this the Four Corners? 
No, that's just his statue. Wait, what? No, I mean, is this the is it is this Towny Century where everything? No, they must have moved the statue. Uh, Why would they move the statue? Kit, you 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 realize for a second that you you shouldn't this nothing should be like the way it is. Like you've only been in the forest. You're very good at like keeping right. time, like naturally, like your circadian rhythm right. is really good. You've only been in the forest for like six hours. <laughs> If okay, that now it takes a minimum of seventeen hours for able bodied men and an ox with a constitution of two sheep and a kangaroo to move a statue. They could not have moved a statue in this time. Um I wanna something l- weird's going on here. I wanna look around for that Deputy. mailbox. Uh does it still have uh my science project on it? If it, if there is a mailbox <laughs> there. I'm so happy. Um, Adi, you're you're having a hard time finding your bearings. Uh you usually know exactly where to go to the four corners from the from the statue of the fallen, but there's a lot of cars driving through the street. You can't even see over the cars. Mm-hmm. Um it's very difficult for you to even see what's across the street from you right now. Is there um is there a crosswalk or anything near? Uh, yes, there's a crosswalk near, but you guys need to remember that the ambulance is on their way, uh, and they will be picking up, and let's give you guys some time. Ah, that's something we haven't used in a while. Uh, three minutes. I'm giving you guys three minutes to, to do stuff before the ambulance comes. Where to God. Okay. Dibbity? Yes, sir? I don't understand what's happening here, and... We need to find an authority figure. We need to get in touch with the marshal. I I would be lying if I said I completely understood his status as of the end of the events that just transpired. Mm-hmm. But if there's any hope to be found right now, it's in him or in his duly appointed successor. I think that that is a great idea, but I think we, we are badly injured right now. And the only thing that I recognize is that statue. So I, I think yeah. we can catch our bearings from there. Like if we... At least that's a point. Can go there, and then we'll keep an eye out for I... the supposed ambulance that that man talked to in that brick that he was holding, and we can catch our bearings from there. That's reasonable. All right. Hey, how's Cat? Cat is completely unfazed about anything that's happening right now. God, that's at all. so cool. I'm sticking with Cat. Goodest boy. Yeah, no, that's a good call. This dog has never steered me wrong. So you guys, you guys, uh, bear up near the, the statue of the fall and you're kind of chilling out there. Uh, Casey, uh, yeah. you can see over cars. You can look around. Uh, <laughs> you notice the four corners, uh, being directly across from the statue where it's always been. In fact, it's the only thing that is recognizable for you in this city right now. Besides the statue that, that, uh, Soda shop, uh, looks the same as it always has been. Uh, but you also know that further down the street, uh, is the sheriff's station or the marshal's station. Um, right. And you kind of recognize the outline of the building. Uh, it has that air of authority to it. It doesn't look exactly the same as it used to, but, right. uh, you definitely. It's a building you'd call sir. Yes. So you have a few options, uh, and I'm gonna leave it up to you guys what you want to do. Um, uh, the ambulance is coming. You guys can wait for the ambulance, go to the hospital, or you can go talk to the sheriff. 
Presumably the sheriff will also send you to the hospital. So it, it depends yeah. on if you want to see the marshal yet or if you want to to get fixed yet. No, I, I think we are very injured and we're not really in any condition to tell anybody anything or be of much help. Nigel, what do you think? Um, well, I, I like the idea of Johnny Figueroa, like, that we found the daughter for him as well. And, like, it is right there. Do we want to, yeah. like, rush in and tell him that? Or do we want to, like, get the, the help that we actually need? Because, I mean, we've done a lot considering our age and time. It's so. a big day. Yeah. And we only yeah. probably have a minute left. Yeah, maybe we can. Maybe he can hook us up with a pair of phosphates. Um, uh, as you guys are sitting and trying to, to figure out what's happening, the ambulance has come. <laughs> well, that answers that. <laughs> so they come, they come rush out. They're like, oh my God, oh my God. Are you guys okay? Are you guys okay? Like, like, like they, they start like poking you and prodding you and looking at you. Uh, Casey, they poke your ribs, and it is the most excruciating pain you've ever felt. You're almost doubled over in pain. <laughs> Lord, Zembolo, have mercy. Uh, I would request that you not do that again. Uh, on either poking your arm, you don't feel anything. I broke it before. <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, they're like, okay, we need we need to put them in an ambulance, we need to do that. Um... Do you guys point out, uh, Delia Spencer? I mean, not Delia Spencer, um, Carly Figueroa and Franny, Franny Frost to them? I say, uh, this is Carly Figueroa. Uh, she's been missing, uh, for about a week or so, uh, or a few weeks. It's very confusing, but we found her. And this is yeah. our other friend, Delia. And Franny, don't forget Franny. Franny is also there. Oh, this is Franny. This is Franiel, Jill, and Frosh. We found Franny as well. Who I I I I don't even feel comfortable about talking about. But uh, the person the person you're talking to looks at you very strangely, and he shines a flashlight in your eyes, Audi. Ow! Like, Have you been hit in the head recently? Yeah, actually, <laughs> I've been hit everywhere. <laughs> More than usual. Uh, so they're like, okay, he probably has a concussion. Uh, they realize and recognize that both of you guys are are not necessarily in critical danger, but you guys are in severe pain. Uh, so they do right. both strap you to beds. Um, that way you don't further exacerbate your right. issues. Uh, they bring uh, Delia, Franny, and Carly as well. Yes, Casey? Uh, before they do... I, um, we, we point out, we point out who's who, and, um, I, it, Kit's getting a little, like, he's, like, right at the, at the end, like, his well is about to go dry, and he, like, clutches at the EMT, uh, because he recognizes, like, uniform to uniform, even if they're not in the same line of work, right? And he says, these two were left alone in the forest, in the dark. You keep them safe. And I point to Cat, and I say, the dog stays with us. And then I pass out from the pain. Oh, he's your service dog. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. And uh, Yeah, exactly. They, he's a dog who serves and protects. That's, yeah. yeah. They drive off. They, uh, both of you, uh, I mean, Casey decided, has decided that Kit passes out. Audie, I need you to roll a grip for me. Okay. What cool. is your grit? My grit is 20, my guy. I got a 20 for a what? grit. 
I got you're, a 20. You're, you're, you're got a 20 for a grit. Uh, yeah. You need to roll me a 10. Okay. Let's see what happens. I rolled a 16. Well, you rolled God a 16. Uh, Adi, you're wired. You know that something funky's going up right now. You can't mm-hmm. put your finger on it. Nothing looks the same. Nothing's right. Everything is kind of weird. Okay. Um, so, so you're kind of sitting up. Uh, what's your brains? My brain, <laughs> uh, my brains is an eight. Okay. Uh, Adi, you need to roll a six for me with okay. your brains right now. One second. I rolled a three. Okay. Uh, take the crunchy point. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and, first one of the season. And, Adi, you're too distracted and frustrated to figure out what's going on. Uh, can, as you're passing through, like, you can see out the window, nothing looks the same. Nothing feels right to you. Can I be excited that I'm yeah. in an ambulance and I want them to make the siren go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you keep on yelling at them that they need to make the siren so go. Make, I want the lights and the siren! It's like the, the, they're like, the hospital's like two miles away. We don't need to put the, the, you guys are in no critical danger. Do it! Uh. Don't be weenies. So they put, a, okay, they put on the siren. Uh, Nigel, you're, Audie, you're too distracted by the siren, uh, to hear the conversation they're having in the front seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both kind of look at each other and they're like, they, uh, I'm like, one guy's like, I, it makes no sense. Like, like, those, those two kids were gone for quite a while. Uh, these are older EMTs. These guys have been doing it for probably 20 years, it looks like. Yeah. Mm. Um, Elderly medical technicians, yeah. They, they don't grow, like, they haven't grown. And one of them looks like, does that, does that look like, what was, uh, Adi, what's your dad's name? Robert. Robert. Uh, does that look like Robert's kid to you? It, it, they're like, they're kind of just grumbling, like, talking about how weird it is that, there's these two kids. You're calling them two names of kids who disappeared a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they they are really kind of perplexed about what you look, Casey. Uh, you've left no impact on the town. Uh, yeah, it has no, left I'm a no ghost, impact baby. on the town. So, yeah. in so. fact, like Desoto was actually really envious of that. Like he tried to be a ghost and just ended yeah. up being like a really conspicuous dude who was trying really hard not to be noticed. Mm. So. Um, you guys go through as, as like you guys get pulled in, you guys get brought into the hospital. Uh, someone mentions to an orderly that situation. And one of the doctors says, oh crap. And they yell back, we've got, how many are there? Four or five of you. Five more. And they rush you into a waiting room. Well, six counting cat, but no, five more, (laughs) five more. That's, that's just what you gotta know. Um, so, Adi, you finally pass out from all of your adrenaline. It's been a very, very long day. You didn't actually get to sleep the night before. Oh, right. Uh, so, uh, oh. you guys wake up in what looks like just a big, like, an emergency room where there's, like, just beds lined up from wall to wall. I need you both to roll a knowledge check for me. So, brain. brains? Yes, sir. What is your brains? Still eight. What are your brains? Ten. Eight. And eight. Uh, both of you need to roll a three for me. Alright. Ah! Seven. Six. Okay, you guys woke up, you kind of look around, and something immediately sticks out to you. Is it Bone and Adi's arm? (laughs) There is a variety of people in this room, and from the looks of it, there are a variety of people, uh, with different hairstyles, 
different clothing styles and different clothing uh, than you have noticed before. There's a renaissance fair? Some of them are sleeping. Some of them are sitting up. Some of them look uh, like nonplussed. Some of them look frightened. Uh, do we recognize any of them? No, you don't recognize any of them. Um, am I by uh, Kit? You are next, right next to Kit. Um, Delia is the bed yeah. opposite, so it's you, it's Delia, you, and Kit. And then Kat is sitting right next to Kit. Deputy. Yes, sir? Is it just me, or does that gentleman yonder remind you of one of the characters in the the play they do every year come harvest time here in ta- of the, you know, the, the founding of Spencer's Folly? You know that, that play they make the fourth graders do every year? Oh, yeah, that's... Doesn't that look like... It's baby stuff. Well, yeah, obviously it's baby stuff, but, you know, you have to feed babies a grain of the truth. Different conversation, Deputy. My point is... I think babies can eat grains. Doesn't that guy look like he stole that costume from the school's, like, drama department? He's got, like, a look, he's got, like, the buckles. Do you think he's a bunch of, of thieves, and they think we're thieves? If if they thought we were thieves, we would we would most certainly already be physically detained. Well, I mean, I was injured, and you were injured. They all got injured. We're a bunch of injured thieves. Um, yeah. Audie, as you're talking about I got injured, you kind of move your shoulder around. Mm-hmm. You can definitely feel your arm now. Uh-huh. It is in excruciating pain, and you realize that, uh, like, before I imagined that Audie had, like, just, like, a, a forearm cast. Yeah. Where it went up to, like, his elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up to yeah. your shoulder now. Like, it's a full arm cast. Yeah, you got lasered. Ah! Right? Like, like, ah! That, that's all, Audie. Ah! I show my, that's I show fair. my arm. Shoulder cast. Um, so besides the the person that you see, you also see someone that looks like they were from the 1920s, uh, someone that's from the 1960s, uh, someone from the 1970s, uh, and like like a few people like in your immediate vicinity. These are the kind of people you notice. Uh, these kind of styles like alternate all throughout this this ward. I say there's around 15 people in there total. Okay, who's next right. to us then? Like, I know it's us three, but like, who's on either side of us yeah. then? Like, kind of close for us to talk to. There's, there's yeah. someone who's asleep that looks. I mean, it's it's hard to really tell. Like, you guys mm-hmm. are children. Uh, Meta, they look like they're from the 1960s. Uh, on okay. the other side, uh, someone that looks like they're like fled the South from the Civil War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit! All right. I turn, um, are the, the, are the, the kids from the sixties who I'm picturing as being next to me, um, are, are they like up and around? Are they conscious? Are they? The person from the sixties is asleep. They're also an adult. Oh, okay. I apologize. Uh, the I person next to you is a, a young adult, like a 19 year old, 17 year old, 16 year old, someone around your The age one from kid. the civil war. Yes. Okay. He, uh, he's awake. You can kind of tell that he's stirring, but he's not facing you. He's facing the wall. He's not saying anything. I mean, you can try to rouse him. You can try to, to talk to him. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what to say. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, might as well just yeah, basic, basic information gathering. Mm-hmm. This is, this is where we start. Yeah. More knowledge is always helpful. Okay. So I, I rouse the gentleman, uh, as, as gently as I can. Like, if I can reach over, I just, like, like, you know, do a little, 
Like, you know, when your wife is having a nightmare and you're like, no, no, wake up, but don't be scared that I'm waking you and then be mad uh, so, at so me. So he, he turns around and, 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 uh, what you can see is his eyes are closed, like very tight and he's muttering to himself. Uh, uh, it seems like a prayer. It seems like something, but it's, it's, it's a repetition. Almost like he's saying Hail Marys, but not Hail Marys. I would like to listen and learn what this prayer is, please. It's, it's, it's like just stuff. I'm not, nothing specific. <laughs> Man, it was probably racist anyway. That's fair. <laughs> you can you can still try to rouse him. You can still try to nudge him. Nah, I mean if he's distressed and yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. Adi's just gonna like shout out. Is anyone willing to explain what is happening? Thank you, deputy. Uh, some guy that looks like he's from the 1970s. Uh, on the other side is like, I don't know, man. Like I was, I was walking through town one day. I turned down a back alley. Uh, I was in the back alley for like, like 25 minutes. And when I came out, this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had a, we had, we had a similar experience, admittedly minus an alley and, uh, with the addition of some other locales, but altogether. We did the forest. Yeah. Not a dissimilar experience. Did you, so you didn't like run into anyone? There weren't any, oh, I don't know, uh, giant flashes of light or swamp monsters. Something creepy. He's trying to rack his brain. He doesn't seem to remember what was going on during that time. He's also very high. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like it, I felt like, like have you ever, have you ever been walking down the street and you know for sure something's staring behind you? And then you turn around and there's nothing there. Uh-huh. Imagine that, but the thing that's looking at you is everywhere. I, I mm. kind of like, I, I stumbled around. I couldn't figure out how to get out. Um, that presence was always there and, and then it stopped and I walked out to a city that definitely doesn't look like the city I left. What city did you leave? Spencer's Folly. Same here. What? year did you walk down that alley 1974 like everybody else well this guy's clearly insane so we have to stop talking to him uh casey i think i think uh it might be prescient for you to talk to the guy next to you now that's praying all right um i hear a phrase i i recognize um the the prayer that he's using uh is a version of one we have in the territories um guam it's it's what in Guam? Guam. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been edited for Guamanian audiences, of course. But um, I, I turn over and I I I complete like there's a there's like a call and response bit to the prayer where um where like the supplicant calls out to God for for aid and succor and and whatever. And there's a there's a bit where God replies, and so I do I do the uh, the reply bit, and I try to bring him some. Like comfort and let him know he's in the presence of a of a friendly person. He opens his eyes and he looks at you. He says, "I I haven't heard that since I left, uh, the Texas territory." I know how you feel. I haven't heard it since I left home either. Although, it sounds like yours is a little different than mine. Yeah, I don't speak Guam. That's fair. <laughs> it's actually it's actually Guamo. Whatever. But whatever. <laughs> So you say you say he looks like he fled the Civil War. Do you mean like does he look like a soldier? Is he just some dude? He's, he's, he looks like he's in a, a Confederate soldier's outfit. Um, oh, look at this guy! I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> no, talk to I'm him. gonna convince a nurse to poison him. 
You have no idea what his story is until you talk to him. Oh, guess what? Don't fucking care if he's wearing the gray. Anyway, um, so yeah. you know what? We established that Spencer's folly was friendly to the South in our first episode. So you know what? You're dealing with a Confederate here. Tony, I'm so glad the energy just sparked right back up. <laughs> Kept the home fires burning. <laughs> All right. Um, I turn over and I say, Soldier, I notice that you appear to be in some distress, and I do not mean to exacerbate it. And I'm I'm leaning, like, them up here in the north, they need me to talk a certain way to really understand me, you know? So I have to kind of dumb it down a little bit, but I slide into, like, some deep south elvish bullshit. And I'm not exactly from the south, but, you know. So, um, he hears, he hears a, a music that he knows uh in in how I talk. He's from Texas, not the deep south. <laughs> it's not like uh, down backwoods Louisiana. Uh Tony, here's a little tip. Don't try to tell Texas what it is. Whatever you say, they'll disagree. <laughs> anyway, just talk um, to him like a normal like 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 uh ask him about his life, ask him about why yeah, he right, was dressed right. the way he did. Ask him about what happens to him. Because he'll tell you I'm the story, trying. and that story is going to involve okay, cool. him being a Civil War soldier. <laughs> okay. Now, soldier, I notice that you appear to be in some distress, and forgive me, I do not mean to exacerbate it. Uh, I wonder if between us, we might come to understand a little bit more about how we both came to be in this place. Um, uh, my name is Kit Russell. Uh, Marshal of Spencer's Folly and surrounding environs. Uh, to whom do I have the pleasure of speaking? This is David Smithfield uh, from Texas. That sounds like an old-timey 1800 name. It sure does. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, David Smithfield. So, I have a strange question, and it's one uh, you're going to hear more than once in the coming days, so you may want to begin to get used to it. What year do you remember it being? Also, does he have any cookies on him? So he says, um, Texas left the Union in 1861. My father forced me to join the cause. Um, rather than fight uh, in a cause I didn't believe in, uh, I fled up north. Certainly did. I think I traveled around... I don't know an amount of time appropriate to get from Texas sure. to to Canada, Alaska, slash Alaska, yeah. in in the eighteen hundreds. Um, yeah, that's because I, I knew probably, up north probably a, a couple months minimum. It took uh, six months for Belladora. So I I heard of a place that would be more welcoming to someone dressed as me uh, than other places mm. up north. Um, it took me a long time to get there. I, I reached into what was already an established town. I got lost in the woods and never made it out. Um, I feel like I was there for, I don't know, a couple weeks till I figured it out. I came out to, and then he starts, he starts reciting, chanting again, what is surely hell. Building that touches the sky, metal monsters that, that spew poisonous gas at you. It's, it's truly a nightmare. And he closes his eyes. Well, 
soldier. Um, I'll leave you to it. If it's any consolation, you did a good and noble thing. Sacrificing your home and your brotherhood for what you believe in. And uh, it, furthermore, for the record, you made objectively the right decision. Texas cannot stop starting wars to own people and then losing them hilariously. So good choice there. And I, I leave them to it. All right, so deputy. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, deputy. I turn back over. My deputy wants me to ask if you have any cookies. And a favorite color. Uh, he throws you a can of rations. You look at the rations kit before you hand it to Adi, and you're like, these look like like they should belong in a museum. Pristine, like the the can isn't rusted. Nothing looks off about it. But there is hard tack in nice. it. Nice, which. Looks like a cookie, but is definitely not a, a a cookie. Cool. Huh. Just like they have to use it, just like they used to have down at the corner store. Well, Adi, um, gentleman was kind enough to give us this. I don't know that it's exactly what you'd call a cookie, but um, if you're as hungry as I am, I don't think we're in a position to complain. I I crack it open and we um we share out some uh, racist limbus bread between us. It's awful. Tastes awful. I believe there's, it. There's some mealworms Probably super in it. salty. It's now. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's gross. Uh, Adi spits it back into the, his rations, back into the canteen. Not with him seeing it, though. Oh. Respectfully, I, I turn. Right, that's fair. One of you guys should ask if anybody knows what year it is. Does anyone know what year it is? Someone answer my questions! Where's my, <laughs> where's my dad? What year is it? What's happening? Why do these cookies taste awful? You get a, a cacophony of different responses in terms of years, mm. uh, but all of them are different from all the other ones. I, I We needed someone that knows what's going on, not someone that's in the same predicament. Do we have a nurse around or somebody that could actually help? Adi, uh, you look to your side and you notice there's a nurse call button. I'm, I'm smashing that button. Smash that button. Uh, quick <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, when people are shouting out years, are there any from what we would consider the future? Or no. current? Like, is there anyone okay. that was around our time? Actually, yes. There is There is someone who is says they're from late 1980-something, and someone that says they are from early 1990-something. Both of them mentioned okay. that, uh, they, you asked their stories, both of them mentioned that they got caught somewhere, uh, they felt something super evil in the area that they got caught in, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. they escaped shortly after, very, very shortly after, both of them are like, we were in there for 20 minutes, something like that, um, 15 huh. minutes. Kit and Adi both roll me a brains check. God, you're okay. two dumb people. I forgot. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what are your brains? Eight. Nope. Shit. Ten. Uh, ten. Uh. Yeah, roll, roll me a two. <laughs> roll me a two. I got a four. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Just um, barely. Both of you guys both realize at the same time. Everybody, there's there's two common threads that are happening with every single person. They entered somewhere mm -hmm. that they weren't really, really sure about. Mm -hmm. They felt something super duper evil yeah. in the area that they were in. And they escaped almost at the exact same time you guys uh, 
finished with Ozadra. Okay. All right. So, Deputy, mm-hmm. it seems like when we defeated um, that name I would prefer not to use because uh, even though this hardtack was less than appetizing, it is the only thing I've had in my belly basket since. Some blood phosphates! Um, when we defeated that thing... Can we call it Ozzy? It looks like... Is it Ozzy? Do we know these names? Gods, um, uh, how do I feel when I hear him call it Ozzy? Is it, is it the name or is it what I know the name represents? It's, I don't know. I don't know why you decided to hate the name, so it's up to you. Well, no, because I barfed last time I heard it, remember? You barfed because of the overwhelming feeling of being in the forest when you were there. Remember, you're a very empathetic person. One of the reasons you threw up is because, was because everything just overwhelmed you immediately by stepping into it. Yeah. I'm extremely empathetic. I'm huge on Insta. Okay. Um, so... It would appear that in defeating it, we have created some kind of focal point. Um, I'm not uh-huh. sure why now, and not when we. I I don't I don't I don't know, but at least that's the closest. That's the best theory I can come up with presently, deputy. Do you have any thoughts? Um, just that I think I'm. I really miss my parents right now, actually. So, um. I, I I mean this 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 is really weird and um I don't know about that just because there's people that came out a- after us I mean that would be cool if we did help but like um I I I just I I really want to see my my dad um as you guys are talking the nurse comes in uh she comes up to you she's checking your temperature she's looking at you she's like is anything wrong can I help you with anything hi. Yeah, I need to find my dad. His name's Robert Oddbridge. Um My mom's Shelly. Should be another option, too. Uh, but I'd, um, I'd rather it be my dad. Might be listed under kombucha. Right. She she frowns at you and holds your temperature. And she says, I'll see what I can do. Um... Why do you want you to roll a knowledge of two for me? My brains. I rolled exactly a two. Uh, you know when an adult is lying to you, and this adult is definitely lying when she says she's going to see what she can do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would like to try to perceive this. Sure. I'm sure you're listening. You you perceive it. Oh, okay. I don't have to roll anything. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not that and kind I, of person. And then I... <laughs> No offense to you, Nigel, like, like, all the roles were super fun. Uh, I just like to solve things narratively yeah. rather I'm than not stressing that. have everybody roll yeah. a bunch uh, of I, I ask her, um, so, yeah. can you get me a cookie or oh. something nice to eat? I just, my, my tummy kind of hurts right now, and uh, I, I just feel She sad. looks at you and gives you a big, warm smile, touches your cheek gently, and says, of course, sweetheart, oh, and walks to you. go get you a cookie. Well, uh, madam, madam, yes. madam, okay. No, she... she Talk to her before she leaves. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure you have quite a lot to do at the moment, and I, I understand that uh, this request is not urgent, but it is important. Uh, when you find a spare moment, if you would kindly get in touch with the Marshal of Spencer's Folly. I don't know if it's still Marshal Redwood. If it is, all the better. Uh, but tell him that, well, them, 
I suppose. Tell no, I'm I'm from a sexist time. Tell him that um <laughs> that uh Kit Russell is at the hospital and needs help. Uh when you when you mention your name, she gives you a huge frown. She looks at you, she touches your head, she feels your temperature. Um she's looking at you like you're kinda crazy, and she's like, Okay, I'll I'll, I'll let Marshall know. That Kit Russell Thank you. is looking for him. I she, would appreciate it. Would you ha- also? Would you have some water for my dog, please? I'm sorry, I don't mean to yeah. trouble you further. Uh, yeah. So she goes and takes care of of all of that stuff. Very um, good. Audie, do you want to tell Kit that that nurse was definitely lying to you about contacting your parents? I'll tell you one thing. I'm more likely going to get a cookie than hear from my parents. So, uh, was that's just something I I can tell you right off the bat. Like, part of me wants to stay, like, I do want a cookie, but, like, if we're gonna, like, well, of course. make a move, I think now would be an opportune time. No, I hope you still get the cookie. So, yeah, uh, no, I saw that, that, um, that ward maiden, um, mm-hmm. was spinning you an untruth, so that's, that's kind of why I jumped in there. Oh, okay. I'm really hoping that me being older and mentioning someone specific and official will will kind of jog a little bit. Um, if we could actually talk to the marshal, obviously that would be preferable. I can't be mad at her because she just doesn't know what's going on, and she's, I think, doing her job or whatever, so we just need to get in touch with people that could actually help us. Exactly. So if she can put us in touch with the marshal, all the better, and if not, then we will uh, get out of here at first opportunity. Okay. Uh, but right now, we are still very injured. That's true. And Thony, I, in addition to Audie's, Audie's new cast, I imagine my ribs are bound. Yeah, I don't know really how you're supposed to bind. Yeah, you have like a an ace bandage or something over your ribs. Yeah, um, you can't really do much for them, unfortunately. No, yeah. just a few days go by. Oh. Nobody's telling you anything. Nobody's saying it. I hate it. Um, Did I get my cookie? You got your cookie. Cool. Um, nice. You're kind of piecing Small together that things aren't incredibly right. Uh, you have been told uh, that uh, the current year of our Lord right now is 1990-something, uh, but no explanation as to why you're in 1990-something as opposed to 1980-something. Well, I mean, when you think about it, why why are any of us anywhen, you know? Sure. Um, have we heard from anyone, either oh. from Robert and Kombucha, you from the Marshal? You have not heard from Robert or, or, or Shelly. You have not heard from the Marshal yet. Uh, you have not heard from social services, from anybody that you, like, like, Casey, in your mind, like, you're like, I'm in the hospital now. Social services is going to come and snatch me up at any moment now. I know it. Yeah. Social services has not come. Nobody has come. Audie, you're freaking out because, like... Your 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 dad is on the road all the time, but your dad is never on the road for as long as he's been on the road. Mm. Uh, your mom would have come and seen you, um, right. especially like like given what Kit told you about the conversation uh, he had with your mom uh, right before he went into the forest. Mm. There's no chance in hell that she would have not come to see you. Um, I okay we. Kit, there's a Deputy. very real chance that, like, it's only us here. Um, yeah. That is, I, 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 I don't know what to do about that, but, like, I, I don't know about sitting around here with a bunch of people who are lost in time. 
would be ideal, but um, what I do know for sure is you have you have a headquarters that that's something we can start with. That's true. We have a base of operations, and yeah, I mean, all these people are displaced and lost. You and I know exactly where and when we are. Yeah, we're right here, right now. Mm-hmm. We got each other, and and Delia. And given that, I don't and Delia. And, De- and Delia, forgive me, Delia. I'm so is sorry. I did not mean to exclude you. We have been in, a in duo fact, Delia, for so long. Delia is is definitely the youngest person in this in this area. Uh, there is no one that is uh, younger than Audie except for Delia. And surprisingly, as a seven year old, uh, Delia is is taking to things uh, extraordinarily well. She's yeah. she's flipping through the TV. She's really enjoying uh Teletubbies. Uh that's a that's I a great show imagine. for her. Mm. Um she she uh, yes, she is from the 1700s, but she's a 7-year-old. Mm. 7-year-olds don't yeah. really remember much about anything anyway. 7-year-old got a 7-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Um how is she medically? Like is she okay? She's fine. She actually was the least injured out of all of you. I don't think she actually took cool. a hit at all. From the house, no, I don't I, think so. I think Adi either. took a hit I, for her at one point. I think that's what I yeah. the shoulder thing. I think that's how you effed okay. up your arm. I know both of you guys like did extraordinarily well. Um, she's dealing. She's feeling good. She's she's uh kind of like unsure what's happening, um, but is feeling good. Um, have there been any authorities or like any official presence at all responding no. to this? No, because honestly, if there isn't, that would be weirder. Nope, nothing so far. So, uh, you guys are just kind of chilling in there. Eventually a nurse said, um, Mr. Russell, and she says it with a weird inflection on it, like, she's still not really sure, uh, why she's referring to you like that. I, I know you asked, uh, to see the marshal. Um, I'm sorry it took yes. so long. He's a very busy man. Um, no, certainly. Things are, and she looks and she, she shakes her head. Yeah, yeah. You're she fine. doesn't. She doesn't finish what she's saying. Uh, she's like, uh, "I have a room set up. The marshal would like to talk to you, uh, your friend Audie, um, if you guys are okay with that." Outstanding. Look, thank you so much. And I, I call her by name because in this, in this time we have cultivated, like, I'm like the, Kit's being like the guy at the hotel who makes a point to like get to know the front desk mm-hmm. staff and stuff. And not, not for completely self-serving reasons, but also if you want to treat him extra nice, that's cool too, you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> also, Adi, uh, he raises his hand and he goes, we're going to need a wheelchair for me and Delia to sit in and, for us to get a, uh, to operate around. I obviously can't push it, but I would love a wheelchair. <laughs> she says, uh, the marshal asked just to see you two right now. The marshal does not know we are accompanied. The marshal will be fine with our new deputy and my dog. The marshal requested to see the two of you right now. Either you two are going to see him, or you're not going to see him at all. Okay, but I still need a wheelchair if that's okay. All right, I turn to Delia and I say, "Deputy Delia, she's watching TV." De- Deputy, Deputy Delia, 
Debit. She, she kind of nudges your hand. Oh my, away. look at that Teletubby that has wandered into this she, hospital ward. She nudges your hand away. She's like, don't bother me, my show's off. Delia. 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 Delia, Delia, Delia do Delia. not make me envelop your head in my hat. She looks at you and she says, what? I'm watching my show. Thank you. I I know. Give me just a second, man. Jeez, you're the... Uh, she sounds like my mom. Really? Okay, uh, we have to go speak to somebody right now. Are you going to be okay if we... You know what? Cat is a little bit afraid of hospitals. Could he stay here with you and you keep him safe while we're gone? Yeah, sure, whatever. She's barely paying attention to you right now. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm really trying to stress how adapted to 90s life this seven-year-old no, I get has it. become. Yeah, yeah, man. We got Pokemon. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, she's doing it. She's got to skip it. It's gonna be. She's having a great time. Oh, she, she's gonna be bopping it all day long. They grow like, up so like fast. You, you recognize? You recognize that she'll make a, a fine deputy at some point in time. She needs a lot of training and a lot of time away well, who from doesn't? the TV uh, in order yeah. to uh, to get situated. But uh, you cool. realize that the seven year old is perfectly content. Cat is perfectly content where they are, and neither of them, cool. even if you guys had left without them, are going to miss you. It's fine. I pat Cat on the head, and then you realize, oh yeah, she's also not the only displaced person in this room anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's in a room full of okay, people cool. that are exactly like her. Okay. okay. Then we leave them to their uh, Teletubbies and Pokemon and such. Yeah, Audi. They don't get you a wheelchair because your arm is broken, not your legs. Well, this sucks. I'm sorry, Deputy. I tried to requisition one for you. There's a supply problem right now. The floor is cold. I know. To be clear, Thony, hospital pants, rib binding, coat, hat, that's all. Yeah. To be to be clear, uh, only a gown, and I open up the back so the hospital can kiss my ass so as I walk around because I didn't get a wheelchair. <laughs> Uh, you are in tidy whities you're not naked like most people are in hospital gowns, which is weird that people walk around naked in hospital gowns. It is. Did they, did they force a sponge bath on him? <laughs> no, he's, he is a walking person. He can go to the bathroom to get walked. But he won't. Yeah, they just put, they he, put, he, he, no, they put uh, a giant if anything, plastic bag Audie, on him. If, yeah, yeah. If uh, anything, Audie is demanding every hospital accoutrement that he's ever read about, nice. seen yeah. on TV, or anything. Hospital haircuts. He's 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 a particular fan of 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 Saint Elsewhere. He's yeah. demanding to see Howie uh, Mandel. What's his name? Yeah, no, Daniels, Mister Feeney. What's his name? Why Just, can't I think of his oh, name? It's okay. <laughs> Kit from Knight Rider. That's yeah, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. You want to see Kit from Knight Rider? Yep. Uh, Kit. I want he's Kit in to make Kit Hospital. from Knight Rider. <laughs> he wants to know where Kit Luke and Laura are. Kit from Knight Rider. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, as, you're you're really frustrated that you haven't gotten a uh, uh, a wheelchair, Audi, and you're just screaming, "I want Kit to meet Kit." Why yeah. has nobody let me? Uh, this is like, bullshit. I, you deserve to meet Kit. Kit's a really fun guy. I'm very excited. Uh, so you guys walk down the hallway. You eventually uh, enter in like a boardroom, waiting room, whatever you want to do. Sure. Um, the room where you're bored. You knock on the door. The guy inside says, "Come on in." Uh, and you both enter in. Uh, Casey, roll a brains check for me right now. Yes, sir. What roll am I trying to hit? a three. I got an eight for you, citizen. Cool. Uh, the person in the room is definitely not the marshal that you 
had seen uh, in your vision. Because uh, remember, the marshal like like looked had a striking similarity to your marshal Redwood, right? This guy, like, if you squint real hard, maybe you can kind of picture him, but it's it's kind of diluted. No anime eyes for this gentleman. This this guy looks astonished. Like, he's freaking out. He's like, what the fuck is happening? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm still going on about David Hasselhoff's hair. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, you're, you're Audie Oddwards. You're, you're Kit Russell. Like, like, I, 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 well, hi. what the hell is going on, man? <laughs> he just, he's saying a bunch of different things. He's is, like, like, is, is there any weapons around or anything that I could <laughs> use for a weapon? Debbie. <laughs> no. I've been seeing no. adults kind of freaking out and like, I just want to be prepared. Say sure. something to calm him down. I kind of forgot you were the Steve of this storyline. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Deputy, deputy, let us first, let us first establish the nature of the situation. Yeah, what's your opinion on Knight Rider? We'll get to that. I, I turn to the gentleman and I pad up in my, in my, uh, in my bare feet. Right. <laughs> and I, um, <laughs> I hold out my hand in a, in a seat. <laughs> my wife does that every time I'm reading to her and somebody says like, I can't bear this burden. She just goes, Rawr, like real sleepy. It's very good. That anyway, is the um, most inside, inside joke I've ever heard in my life, Casey. It's so good. And that's adorable. I hold out my hand in a, in a very particular way. And I say like the first half of a code phrase, like Brendan Fraser in the mummy. And it's something like, or Dale Cooper with like the ten word. Hey, well, I kind K- of Casey. Yes, sir. Casey, uh, I'm going to put you on rails for just a second. Okay. Uh, I need you to introduce yourself as how you've always introduced yourself to everybody for all time. Fair enough. All right. All right. I walk up in my um in my bare feet, cold on the hospital floor. I look this fella square in the eye, adjust my hat, stick out my gripper, and I say. Kit Russell, Marshal of Spencer's Folly and Surrounding Environs. He smiles at you, shakes out his hand, and he says, Hi, Kit Russell, the real Marshal of Spencer's Folly and its Surrounding Environments. Punch him! No. <laughs> and we end it there. That's the jump line. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We don't do cliffhangers here. Instead, I'm going to advertise all of our... Uh, Twitter feeds, oh, uh, so you can follow us, so we can mm-hmm. gain more followers. Uh, you can find me at El Chupacabra DLX. I didn't realize we were doing this. Casey's at Night Springs Radio, right? Is it Night Springs, Night Springs FM or is it Night FM. Springs Radio? Radio did not fit. Night at Night Springs FM on Twitter. You can file, find, find Nigel at Nigel Collins 87. True. Uh, we have a podcast network, but this is the only show we record on the podcast network right now. It's so true. subscribe to us if you have not already. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the underscore P.O. Box. P.O. underscore Box. I'm like, yeah. Well, Sorry, wait a minute. It's been a long we time the since Gerald I've done Field this. Report. That's sporadic, That's but true. alive. Uh, yeah, we also have the Gerald Field Report, which we will start recording again eventually. We're sorry to our one fan. It's true. Uh, it's okay. And, I forgive and you. And to my nun fans... Um, yeah. Peace be upon you. No, uh, that was a Catholicism joke. No, to my nun fans, I actually have a uh, one-man book review podcast called Casey Hills Could Have Been Stopped. So uh, you can go ahead and listen to that if you want. 
Uh, I'd like to shout out Monica Olsen because this is the first time I've had the opportunity to be. She's the best supervisor ever, and apparently she's a fan of this show. So nice. uh, thank you for listening, Monica. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, is Ditto. there anything else we need to plug? You can follow us at Semi-Automagi, but I don't even think that Twitter feed gets any 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 updates anymore anyways. Follow us at the P.O. Box. Uh, the tell us your thoughts P. on P. Season 3. Box. Think about, think about, I mean, Season 2. Uh, tell us what you think is happening. Why this guy named Kit Russell thinks he's the Marshal. Uh, we'll weird. see about that. Huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, but that's it. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, Bye, other buddies. Synth music. Yeah. That's something we don't do anymore Ooh, either. wait. Oh, it, yeah. It's not synth now. It should be something different. It should be 90s. This kind boy of, band oh, music? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cute, or grunge. Spooky boy band music. Spooky there it is. boy band grunge music. Yeah. That's hey. what it is. Cue depressing grunge music. Yeah. There we go. Way before. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.